0: Welcome back to the Tesla Talks podcast, folks. Um, We're three minutes in. Actually, we're three seconds in, but three minutes past when we were supposed to start. But you know what? This wouldn't be a Tesla Talks podcast unless we were um, fashionably late. And uh, welcome back. Past the summer hiatus, we we finished that. And uh, we're back for another round of, you know, fast-paced shows where we're going to uh, do half hour shows every single week and not miss a week and keep it to half an hour. Right, Darren?
1: <laughs> Funny. Good one. Good one. Guys.
0: Yeah. That anyone that listens or watches knows that uh, that, has never happened and probably won't happen. Um, when, I, when I say that, I mean, especially the half hour, uh, we try to make it about an hour. That's what we usually target for. And then whatever happens after the hour uh, we can't be held responsible, but <laughs> it's never half an hour. Half hour is too short. There's no way we can get all the test news in, in a half hour. And we like to do it every week, but just with our schedule, my schedule, Darren's schedule, whoever else is the, the guest on at the time, it's just when I first started this podcast and, and I envisioned it, I wanted to start it, doing it every uh, week. And, you know, f- for a consistency thing, that would be great. And it keeps you up to date on the. Weekly Tesla news and EV news and stuff, like that. but it just wasn't just wasn't feasible with with um, you know work, family life, you know that work life balance thing. So couldn't do it. Uh, so we try to do it at least once a month, uh, with the exception of the <laughs> last summer. We took uh, July and August off, uh, and rightfully so. I mean, you know everyone's busy. I I, I thought to it, I could I squeeze it in. I probably could have, but. How many people would have probably been able to to actually partake in it? So I figured, you know what, we'll take the summer off, give these guys a break, and uh, come back fresh uh, in the uh, in I guess the post summer um, rush, and and we'll do it then. And when everyone else is, you know, probably better equipped and have, has a little more time. Now today, unfortunately, I picked probably one of the worst days uh, here in most of Canada, I guess you could say, uh, I don't know, but down in the U.S. or other places around the world, it is our first day back to school. <laughs> so Darren and I were just sharing off air there some stories uh, of our first day back to school today because, um, you know, with, with family and everything, it's, uh, it's a hectic time. Uh, speaking of Darren, Darren, welcome to the show. I'm talking about you and to you and everything, and I haven't even uh, introduced
1: you. Welcome to the That's show. Thanks, thanks, Thanks for having me.
0: Darren is how, and I, I know you're you're so modest. I, I know I'll never get a straight answer out of you, Darren. But how do I go about? What, what's your the perfect way to describe you and, and your role in Drive Tesla Canada? Are you the founder, owner, editor, chief editor, like like? What what all of, the, you all of the
1: above? <laughs> all of the
0: above. Okay, so I just yeah, said it yeah. there for you. <laughs> there
1: you go. Yeah, it's probably a more succinct way of saying it, but yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, there's no succinct way in in, in uh, my vocabulary. I just <laughs> blurted it out as we uh, as we go along. But, anyways, if anyone's watching, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. I'm looking over here on my uh, side here. I can see some of the people in the live in the chat. Uh, welcome, John. Welcome, Mrs. Winterweat. Thank you. Thank you for uh, uh, joining us. Uh, You know, I mean, Darren, where do we start? I mean, after being off for two full months, there's tons of testing. And I mean, this could be a four-hour show. We can go back and recap from (laughs) July to August. And I know you'd be able to do it, no problem. You you have have it all locked in here. And you're a wealth of knowledge in the Tesla community. But um, let's just try to just... You know what fast forward past that kind of stuff and just look at the current news because no sense we hashing stuff from you know six eight weeks ago even four three or four weeks ago let's just deal with what's you know happening currently in the world of tesla and evs and stuff like that and uh i think the first thing we should talk about is a uh, just an article that you put on or you put out just uh i think it was yesterday uh, about uh, Tesla's uh, 4680 battery cell production, and the ramp is, let's just say, taking a little longer than I guess they uh, anticipated. And uh, this report once again comes from Drive Tesla Canada, uh, a brilliant man by the name of Darren John, uh, put this article together. Darren, do you know this guy? Are you related to him?
1: Uh, I've heard of him, but yeah, I haven't, yeah, of him. haven't met him
0: yet. so uh in your article here you talk about how uh there's been talks and and this is a a reuters uh article i guess or or source where the information came from that um that they've talked to no less than probably a dozen experts in the battery, battery industry uh some that are very close and some are just related uh and some that have really close ties with with the project and Tesla and stuff like that. And a handful of them that actually personally examined the, the, the batteries and the teardowns and stuff like that. And they're saying that uh, Tesla's having some bottlenecks, some issues with uh, with the ramp up. And the biggest thing that they're having a the problem with as they're, they're reporting is the uh, dry coating technique and, yeah the dr- that's and that's the stuff that um uh, maxwell brought to the to the table back in back in when was it, was it 2019 you said here 2019,
1: 2019 yeah
0: yeah when they bought them and uh so that's the problem they're having and is there it I, well, okay other than the obvious what's the repercussions from this like We've heard of, and this is probably not. This is probably other news that I haven't um, got an article on. But uh, I know you touched on it. I remember uh, reading your your article about this. Uh, this doesn't seem to be affecting the uh, Tesla s- Semis or Semis. They're they still being slowly
1: put out by the end of this year, right? you are getting ready for that. Yeah. So those, from what I've heard, are not going to have 4680 cells. Oh, they're not. Um, those those first ones. I'm not sure about the okay. line. If Okay, if and when they'll switch over to 4680s, but yeah, this isn't affecting uh, the semi. And um, based on what we've heard from Tesla in the last few months, um, a lot of the details in this report um, aren't that surprising. Um, They've kind of hinted that um, high volume production isn't really going to get going until next year, late this year, early next year. Um, I think. In the Q2 earnings call, they, they said by the end of the year, and as we know, sometimes with Tesla, their timelines <laughs> can be a little, a little optimistic. So, um, these experts and from this report saying that the uh, manufacturing process won't reach high volume production until 2023 isn't isn't a big surprise to me. Um, but it, I think this what this report does is just shed a little more light on. Um, the reason what's, why, maybe, yeah, yeah, what's what's going on behind the scenes, and, and okay. they're, where they're encountering difficulties in, in ramping up production. Okay, that's good. That's 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 refreshing here because
0: I heard that Tess has been saying, uh, we all know Tess has been saying in the earnings calls and everything that uh, okay, let's let's face it, the forty six eighty not not solely, but a, a big part of this production was probably and is probably still for the uh, the Cybertruck, right? And what people are saying, because Tesla's saying Cybertruck is slated, quote-unquote, air quotes there, to come out uh, in the first half, I'm sorry, in around the halfway point of 2023. They, I don't think they did say yeah. first half. They didn't say which half. They just said mid-2023, right? Mid-2023, yeah. Yeah, I think is there number a way of estimating it. So some people were saying with that timeline and that expectation, and now with this news, that they fear or predict, however you want to look at it, that that mid 2023, 2023 may get pushed. And I hope it doesn't. And from what you're saying, and and I like what you're saying is they knew that it's still 2023 or mid 2023. And it's, uh, we knew this was, they were having difficulties. This more just, if anything, sheds a light and gives a reason why it's uh, being backed up.
1: Yeah, and I think if um, if that timeline for the Cybertruck sticks for mid-2023, um, if there are still issues with 4680 production, maybe it, they'll just, they'll stick with the, the mid-2023 release for the Cybertruck, but maybe just do a slower ramp than a lot of people might hope for um to yeah s- to still meet that t- that timeline but um all uh, that can happen in uh six months or eight months so
0: yeah 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 you know it, i mean it's one of those things where yeah it 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 sounds like when i at least to me and i guess it's different for everyone when i hear mid 2023 i think wow that's just around the corner but if you want to look at it in terms of wow that's like Nine or ten months away, right? So it, it all depends on, on, on your perspective, and a lot can happen in nine or ten months. But at the same time, a lot a lot of time can be wasted too if they're uh, yeah. you know going down that path. And could, could answer me this, Darren: If or maybe if you know, or because I sure don't know, can they put twenty one seventies in a cyber truck if needed?
1: Um, I don't see why not. Um, like they've they've done that with the Model Y at the, what they're making at Gigatex is they started off with yeah. 4680s and then switched to 2170s. Yeah. Um, so I suppose they could always do that. Um, there might be some blowback from some of those customers to get those early trucks that they're really yeah. hoping for the 4680 <laughs> yeah, technology, the, the, but it's exactly. either get the truck or or wait. Yeah, sure.
0: Long. You know, and, and that goes to that's goes with anything like as any early adopter right do you want it uh and if you want it there's going to be a trade-off and this could be the trade-off i'm not saying that's what's going to happen but just looking at, at your article uh perusing it a little bit more you you talk about the cost savings in the 4680 how and and yeah how they you mentioned that they first started off when they opened giga texas that they were doing the 4680s because that's what they were anticipating and hoping that they they would start with and ever and, and only put out Ys in, but um, I guess that that plan got cut short. But just in the Ys alone, they were going to save between two and three thousand dollars per car just by putting the uh, 4680s in uh, uh, compared to the 2170s. They talk here about you were saying in in the Model Y. It only takes 830 cells of the 4680 as opposed to over 4,400 cells if you put the um, um the 2070s in. So that's Same. that's that's gotta be a, a weight difference too. Like uh,
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's what you think, but the there's been some um, some owners who have gone forty six eighty wise have taken them to truck scales and and weigh them, and there's not a huge weight difference. I can, I, I guess so. Like less than 100 pounds, if I'm re- remembering the number. No,
0: you know what? I do remember that article. Yes, I do remember that article that you put out. Yeah, because, um, well, and I guess if you think about it, I mean, the the floor, which is where the battery pack is and the skateboard design, is going to be the same. It's not like they're you're filling it with, you know, <laughs> with with paper and just. Yeah. Putting the empty spaces. There's not gonna be any empty spaces. I mean, if 4680 is just a wider, bigger cell that'll take up more space, which means it just won't have to put as many pieces as like a puzzle, big piece puzzle, or like a little tiny piece puzzle, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, <it's a> <laughs> One way of classic. looking at it. And um, but you know what? I, I was listening to um uh, a YouTube video today talking about this exact same topic and uh by uh, drew from Taylor Civ ev and he was saying you know what maybe they should just shelf this 4680 uh idea or plan until they hammer it down perfectly like like we shelve it in terms of not stop trying like you know research it and develop it in the background and everything like that but shelve the idea of uh putting this into production right away and just Go with the LFPs, the tri-tested and true battery, or even the 2170s and stuff like that, and just concentrate Mm -hmm. on putting cars out with those. And um, that's one way of looking at it. But, I mean, I don't know Elon personally, and I know you know him better than I do, which doesn't say much, but But from what I can see, the the tenacity that Elon has, I can't see him doing that. I can't see him listening to anyone and saying, yeah, you know what, we're, we're going to shelve this idea and just,
1: uh, you know. Yeah. He doesn't strike no, me not. as that type of person. <laughs> no, and I don't think they're, they're pumping out a lot of 4680-wise right now. Um, and I think another important, important point to remember is that um, they've said they have enough cells, non-4680 cells, to meet their production for the rest of the year. So yes. 4680 is, isn't going to mean or a lack of 4680 sales that they're producing right now doesn't mean that they're going to be delivering less cars. They're still going to yeah. be delivering the same number of cars um it's just less with 4680.
0: And it was very important for for them to say that because you know from a yeah. from a stock point of view and public company point of view like yeah if they'd said if they'd said anything other than you know they can't do that then you know people would be freaking out and the sky would be falling. So yeah, yeah. they, they, they kind of had to say that, but, and, and I believe it. it's not that they're just saying it. I, I kind of believe it. Though. Yeah. Um, yeah. sorry. If you can see in the background, a, a little distraction from the TV, uh, I'll just move it over here. Um, I saw games. Yeah, it looks that way. I didn't when, when I started, <laughs> he wasn't even here. So he's like a ninja in the background. <laughs> okay. So yeah, forty six eighties. Um, I mean, I hope hope they, um, you know, for the sake of the company itself, because I think those cells are the future. Uh, not not to say that they're not going to work on any other cells, the LFPs and uh, Magnum, mag Magnum. I can never say that word. You know, the you Magnum. know, our, mag, yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. That kind of stuff. Like, I mean, th- there'll be others and there'll be, you know, other, I'm sure, if, Future cells down the road in the future, um, but I think the 4680s are important for for the near future of Tesla at least, and I think they will. They'll take some time, but um, I just hope they get get it because get it sorted out. Because I don't want to see any more delays from the Cybertruck. Like no. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm speaking. <laughs> out of turn by saying i don't think anyone wants to right except for the anti-tesla anti-elon people they'd love to see it get delayed and delayed but i think one way or another i don't think they can delay this truck anymore they have to even if they put duracell batteries in this damn thing (laughs) they've got to they've got to bring this thing out to market next year yeah if it slips to 2024 uh
1: They'll be held to pay from a lot of Tesla fans. Oh, oh yeah, yeah.
0: You know, they will be. And and, I mean, the shareholders and stuff like that will probably be most affected because I'm sure if that happens, it'll affect the stock. But just the people that that want the truck that have put reservations in, that's one thing. But, I mean, and, and, and you could say that about the Cybertruck all you want, but look at the Roadster. Like, I mean... Yeah. We put a hundred or here in Canada, $150 down for uh, a placeholder, a reservation, whatever you want to call it uh, for the cyber mm-hmm. turn. But the roads are people put down some serious money or people that want it. Like, I mean, um, maybe the people that want it, maybe, you know, they don't have enough invested into it that they should complain or maybe they should. I mean, who knows? Like, I mean, an argument could be made for, for both sides, right? Like, I mean, they busted their butts and uh, referred a lot of people to Teslas and put te- yeah. uh, put people in, in Teslas and stuff like that, and Tesla reaped the benefits, uh, and yet yeah, rewarded them by giving them, you know, a roadster or, or two. Two. Uh, yeah, and they just, I guess, you know, some people would say, oh, you know, they well, they're getting it for free, so they have to be patient and uh, sit and wait. And other people will say, well, you know, they deserve it just as so much. But you know what? What I'm saying, my my point is, is the people that paid money for it, like the founders, how much was the founders' one that they had to put down? They had to put 50000 down or something? Like
1: that? Uh,
0: how is it? I don't know. No I think,
1: to this one. Well, I'm sure if it was some or all, had to put down the full two yeah, fifty.
0: Yeah. So, 000. okay. like, And that's interest-free. Like, Tesla's got your money, yeah. and and then I know the whole argument and I know people have been doing it online for a while now if you were to take that money at that time and put it into stock if, yeah. yeah the the big what if right and yeah okay i mean that could be said for that could be said for anything that could be said for the Almost model anything
1: in life
0: yeah yeah model 3 when it first came out if you didn't buy like like we did the first um the first round of model 3s in 2018 2019 Yeah, Uh, we could take that money and and, and put it in the stock. Buy a roadster. (laughs) (laughs) And then some. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think we've uh, talked about the 4680 enough. Let's get something. And not to say the 4680 isn't controversial, but let's get to something that really is controversial. (laughs) And that Um, is, yes, yes. Uh, FSD. Now, for people that don't know, I'm just kidding. Anyone that's listening to this or watching this podcast, you obviously know what FSD is. And uh, and if you've been following the news and you haven't been under a rock, under a rock or in a coma, and you just woke up from your coma, uh, Tesla increased the price of uh, FSD. Uh, what's, what's, it, what's today's date? Today's the sixth. So yesterday. Six. <laughs> yesterday. And, uh, you know, Elon gave us... Uh, fair warning, he said that uh, come September fifth, it will be going up to fifteen thousand uh, dollars. The only thing is, I may I thought, and correct me if I'm wrong, Darren, or maybe he it's he clarified it, and I just missed that tweet because I I just can't keep up with all of Elon's tweets sometimes. When he said fifteen thousand, I thought he meant okay, fifteen across the board, and I actually wondered to myself. Well, well then it's going to be cheaper in Canada because 15 in Canada and 15 in the US are different. Did I at, at some point did he come back and clarify uh what the discrepancy would have been?
1: No, in Canada. <laughs> no, he didn't. Okay. His original tweet announcing the price increase uh his wording was $15,000 in North America. So like okay. you I kind of took that I kind of took that to mean um Fifteen thousand U.S. dollars and fifteen thousand Canadian dollars. Because if it wasn't that, he could have said fifteen thousand in the U.S. Yeah, Um, North America is obviously more than just the U.S.
0: Exactly, Um, and and
1: he's done that. Yeah, so I was not expecting such a huge price increase for Canada. Okay. Yeah, I was I was wrong on that one.
0: Okay, so well, no, we were. I think uh, the vast majority of Canadians were wrong because I, I we're sounds like we're all in the same boat here, buddy. I. Yeah. <laughs> I was floored. I mean, and it—it it, is it me or—and I haven't done the conversion lately, even though I just came back from the states a few weeks ago. Uh, Fifteen U.S. Is it really nineteen five? Or what? yeah, it's actually it
1: 19. nineteen nineteen seven. So it's like two hundred dollar discount. Oh, okay,
0: so it is. It that is the actual? Yeah. Well, more or less conversion okay i thought it was just above and beyond well like you said so i guess when it was what was, what did it go it went from 12 to fifteen, so it went up three so when it was 12 and it was only 12 8 here in canada we were getting a discount for the longest we were, time yeah. but mind yeah. you we didn't have it for the longest time either so yeah that's true I, so like you say in your article here it's it's gone up uh where is it it went up 25 percent in the US from 12 to 15, but a huge 52% increase in Canada. Because, like I said, it was 12,8 and went up 19 to 19,5. And yeah. like everywhere in the world, well, I shouldn't say everywhere, there are some places that don't pay taxes. Um, but in most places, like most places in the world, there's always tax on top of that. And yeah. uh, here in Canada, <laughs> I think we're the leader of being taxed. In in the uh Especially West Days. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. So with tax, it's twenty-two thousand dollars and change, whatever the changes. I mean, yeah. who cares what the change is just what will make you fall off your chair is twenty-two thousand yeah. dollars. So someone had, and I forget it was a tweet or I saw it on Facebook. Uh someone yesterday posted something somewhere on the internet and I saw it that a base Corolla is cheaper than $22,000.
1: Yeah. It's it's true. When I saw the 19, well, the 22,000, yeah, one of my first thoughts were you could buy a a brand new car, a cheap one, but a brand new car for that amount or even less.
0: Yeah. That's what I said to my wife. I said, when I was telling her we were driving back from camping this weekend, I said, they just raised it and I mean, even when it was fifteen, it was unattainable for me, but now twenty two like i mean if some people were on the fence like I said, not me, but if other people were on the fence with fifteen and they were teetering and and stuff like that, now with it twenty two i mean that that should be a clear sign that should be no not a clear sign that should be an easy decision at that point
1: like there, there is a there is a huge difference between spending. 12 13,000 as opposed to twenty thousand plus yeah something like this
0: and even sinking it into your payments i know there's an argument for that uh, i've talked to some people online about sink it in sinking that money into your payments that's like you said yeah okay fine you're sinking it into your payments but if you stand back and think about it for a second like you said that is getting a cheap car for that amount of money or 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 you can get a, a decent half decent used car that's in good condition for i mean and i know the market's crazy now with the exception of the the current market let's just say that this this used car market and, and the auto industry and the whole global park shortage settles down by next year i'm not saying it will but let's just say it does let's hope it does and things get back to normal pricey wise and and all that kind of stuff back to what it used to be like you could get a decent car for $22,000. Tell me if you, what you think of this, Darren and anyone in the, I'm trying i see. This is where we, we miss Franklin. Not that we don't miss him other places, but this is one <laughs> of the things where we was. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't say that Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to keep up with the, with the uh, chat in the live chat. Uh, but I apologize if I don't. This is, like I said, this was this was um, Franklin's job. Um, tell me what you think of this, Darren. <sighs> Some, I, I, where was it? Okay. It was on Ride Lightning Podcast with Ryan um, McCaffrey. He's the one that uh, touted this scenario or the theory uh, last week. Was it last week or this week? I think it was last week. Well, no, no. Th- yeah, it was last week. Anyways, that that when when laid out in plain English, I kind of subscribe to it. And I kind of think that this is what they're doing. His theory is by Tesla raising it to 15 grand and 19.5 here in Canada, Tesla's saying, listen, we don't want you to buy, and, and I know it sounds stupid, but we don't want you to buy FSD outright. We want you to subscribe to it. Uh, we want, you know, we want a reoccurring revenue that's the big thing in in tech these days everyone talks about subscriptions and recurring revenue and that's that's the buzzword right that's what uh keeps you know shareholders happy and and execs happy when they hear that term recurring revenue so that's what they'll get with the subscription model and they're basically trying to force people's hands into subscription by saying you know what yeah, we know it's expensive, but this is and I know they're not physically coming out and saying this, but we know it's expensive. If if you want it, uh, do the uh, revenue thing, I'm sorry, do the uh, subscription thing. And another uh, good point of that that you know lends towards this theory is they're they're not putting up the subscription rate like it's not linear linear. I'm tongue-tied tonight. I know what you mean. Of, yeah, it's, it's because of the two months off. They're not, you know, it, it's not going up at the same rate as the outright full price is going up, as we've seen. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, tomorrow... It didn't, yeah, it didn't go up Yeah, exactly. It didn't go up at all. So, you know, this whole theory could be blown out of the water tomorrow if when Elon tweets tomorrow saying, oh, yeah, uh, you know, it's going up to 249 on September 17th. The, the monthly subscription then we'll be like okay well maybe not maybe 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 they're not going after subscription but you know what that's i mean if they are going after subscription that would be the uh, a good way of doing it um what, what's your take on that do you think that that could be a viable option that they're doing
1: um it, it definitely isn't some radical conspiracy theory I, I mean it makes sense especially now at the price level they're at for paying it outright um Elon's always said that buying it outright is going to be cheaper in the long run than um, subscribing. But um, at the current prices, <laughs> it's going to take a while to to add up to twenty two thousand dollars. I was going to um, say subscription. I haven't. Know, I haven't heard you, him
0: say that lately.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially if you are of uh, the kind that's going to only subscribe three or four months out of the year, it's going to take quite a few years to gopa is $22,000.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember I added it up when it was, I forget what it was. Maybe it was 10K here in Canada. I added it up because here, at least for me, I, I personally, and I don't know about anyone else. Everyone's different. I understand. I personally wouldn't have subscribed to it fully for the whole entire year. I would do it probably from April or May till maybe October. So, you know, six or seven months. Yeah. And I, the way I calculated it, it would have, and my calculations could have been wrong, I can't remember if it was 10,000, but I think it was 10,000 at the time. And it would have been like six and a half years, five and a half years or something like that. Uh, for yeah. But And and keep in mind, we were guesstimating how much the Canadian subscription rate would have been because there is no Canadian subscription yet. So yeah, uh, with, with, yeah exactly. <laughs> with, with the uh, exchange and everything, I was just guesstimating, but... That was then. Now it just yeah, I mean if if my math was right and and my assumptions for how much it would have cost per month was was close, and it still stays the same now, if and when the subscription does come to again, and I actually hope it does come soon. We're uh, yeah. looking at 10 plus years,
1: right? Yeah. That's longer than some people, most people keep their car. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then so, there's, obviously the, there's obviously the point that uh, FSD doesn't transfer to your new vehicle. Yeah, and that's
0: that's been a bone of contention for so many people. And you know what? It just it it, it just seems like sometimes it isn't fair, but um, I don't know. I I I think if Tesla was to do that, they or they probably thought, they've obviously thought about this, they've probably in the back rooms crunched numbers and thought about it and they figure you know it'd probably be they'd li- be losing revenue if they were to tr- uh, have it transferable um but mm-hmm. to make it transferable like one time would i i think that would please a lot of people
1: especially when it's still in beta oh exactly that too that too yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah. i can if understand it's a- you're going to say the same thing understand. I'm going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can kind of understand not Alarm Transfer if it was feature complete and, and ready to go, but uh, yeah. yeah, we're not there yet. No,
0: no. Um, you, now, is it a secret to say that uh, you may or may not have the beta?
1: No, it's not a secret. I okay.
0: <laughs> How's your experience been with it? I know we've, we've probably talked about this, but it's been such a long time I've actually even forgot if it was public knowledge.
1: Um, Yeah, no, I've got it. Uh, I've had it since it launched in Canada. Um, Yeah. My experience has been hit or miss. Um, Some days it does things that your your jaw hits the floor and you're like, wow, this is is like magic. (laughs) And then five minutes later, it does something that uh, a five-year-old would do better driving down the road. Um, So some days it's great, other days not so much. Yeah. Um, I haven't got the latest one yet. Sixty-nine point one point one. But
0: I saw your latest tweet. There was a, a a big wave going out at least in the last yeah, hour. or minute. No. <laughs> yeah. Is that wave come and gone?
1: Um. I haven't looked in the last hour or so, but um, it'll probably last through the rest of the evening. I would I would guess. So check check your phone now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't don't be shy. Yeah, like you, nothing you
1: there. Sh- okay. Sorry. I didn't want to
0: be the bearer of bad news, but I also, if, if you did have it here yeah. live on YouTube, wouldn't that have been great content yeah. <laughs> as, as you, yeah. as you see a spinning chair, an empty spinning chair. And <laughs> gone. yeah, and I'm gone. I'm on, on the show by myself. <laughs> um, Northern Tesla put in a, a comment in the, in the chat there saying the model Y now with FSD is 110,000 in Canada. Now, I don't think that's that's just long range. I don't think that's the performance because I think someone in another chat of mine this morning said it was like one thirteen or one eighteen. Well, what's the difference between the performance and the long range again? How much is it? Six grand,
1: five or six grand. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Okay,
0: ninety-one. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it would be like one one fifteen or one
1: sixteen. Wow. So yeah, I'm I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert on this, but that also pushes. Um, the Model Y into the luxury tax category in Canada. Yes, so you're buddy. Going to be paying even even more.
0: You and I, we're we're in sync tonight because any every time I'm about to say something, you're thinking the exact same thing. We're we're uh, mind melded together tonight. Because yeah, I was going to say that that brings in the luxury tax, right? And I don't want to get a political. This is, show isn't for politics or anything. But yeah, that does enter into a whole new realm of uh. uh things
1: here in canada expensive yeah oh jesus Uh, okay someone on my local someone on my local facebook um tesla on his facebook group yesterday um was commenting that a long range uh, long range model s um with a few options like paint and wheels uh with the luxury tax is now over two hundred and eight thousand dollars i think it was and in bc we have another luxury tax as well so that was in PC. No, you don't, you can't get double tax in Canada.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> really? That must be mistaken.
0: <laughs> 208. And that's a plaid? No, that's just the long range. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to be rich. You definitely got to be rich. <laughs> okay. Um, Julio is saying, okay, where's the subscription here in Canada? Well, first of all, it's not here. I wish it was here. Um, and I'm sure it will come. It's just taking its own sweet time. Um, and did the subscription model go up in the U.S.? No, it didn't. Uh, that's what we were just talking about. It hasn't gone up yet. I don't know if it will, but um, we'll, we'll have to wait
1: and see. But and that's the FSD. Strange, yeah. The other what? strange thing is um, enhanced autopilot, EAP. in oh, yeah. Also increased. That's,
0: oh, see, on top of share, sharing a brain... Uh, and, and finishing off each other's sentences. You're also helping me be, uh, fill in the things that I'm forgetting to talk about. Yes. Why, why did that go up? Like, Darren, yeah. help me out. Like, and only in Canada. Yeah. Why? I almost thought that doubt might have been an error and by today we would have seen a, a correction or something like that. Yeah. But what I'm no. thinking now... Go ahead. I'm thinking... You are thinking the same thing. Yeah, that they were so close in price when it came back a few months ago that now they realize, you know what, they were too close and we actually have to give the true uh, conversion from American to Canadian and this may be closer to the true conversion of, of what is in, in the U.S., six, six or
1: six, what is it, six? Um, six. That's 6,000 Canadian, uh, 6,000 U.S. is almost 8,000 Canadian. And it's set to the 78. So yeah, so maybe maybe they maybe they just kind of did a a reset in their prices to match current exchange rates. That's what I'm wondering. Sorry,
0: folks, I'm just gonna try to adjust this light here because it's really, really, really bright. I don't want to turn it off, but I don't want it in my face either. Yeah, so that is crazy. It's not something I mean, and I know this can be argued with a lot of other people. um, with FSD, but let's just let's just pretend for a second that FSD is progressing. <laughs> I know a lot of people would argue that it isn't, but at least it's something that's planned to progress and planned to evolve and everything like that EAP, you know what you're getting, and you're not. Ex- I mean, are you? Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm the one assuming things. Should we be assuming, or should we be expecting EAP, the features that are on it, to be increasing, or Getting better?
1: And have uh, they? That, th- <laughs> that was my other thought when I saw EAP increase. Because if you pull up the the feature set of Enhanced Autopilot, it's Navigate on All Pilot, um, Summon, Auto Park, um, Smart Summon. So, yeah. So, what I was thinking was maybe they're going to be coming out soon with an improvement to those features because someone can definitely use an improvement. Um, yeah and there's been rumors of tesla working on on that for fsd so maybe those um, updates to those features will bleed over to eap as well and maybe they're expecting them to come soon but i think it's more to do with, um like i said before just a kind of a reset to the exchange rates
0: yeah which is a shame because you know what i was on the fence about getting it and um i had the opportunity to drive somebody's car last week uh for extended period of time that has uh, Navigate on Autopilot and has the EAP package. Uh, and I hadn't driven Navigate on Autopilot since I had my Model 3 almost a year and a half, almost two years ago. So I was h- h- driving it, hoping to notice some improvements that it's gotten better for the for the quirky things that I noticed that it did when I had my Model 3. And you know what? I hadn't noticed any improvement. It does the same stuff. It does, so I, I quickly realized, you know what? Now I'm going to save my, I think before it went up, it was going to be 72 or 74 with tax here in Ontario. Uh, now, now it's I, I you know what? Thank you, Tesla. It's what I should be doing. I should be thanking Tesla because they just made the decision a lot easier for me. It was easy, but I was still on the fence and I was maybe, you know, Himming and hawing, and maybe should I, should I not? But now it's, a, you know what? It's it's cut and dry. You've made it super simple for me. Um, one of the features that they that you were talking about that they that the future may hold for EAP was that reverse summon. Was
1: that? Yeah, has was been, there has been talk about Tesla working on reverse summon. So okay. instead of um, your car coming to you, you would get out of your car, and your car would drive away and find a parking spot.
0: Yeah, now would that be on the
1: EAP package though? Or
0: would that be on the FSD package? That's what I'm wondering.
1: <sighs> yeah, um, <laughs> I would assume it's, it's gonna be uh, exclusive to the FSD package. Okay, another reason i glad I didn't get it. <laughs>
0: um, Northern Tesla in, in the chat uh, was wondering, uh, I don't like how F- it's are you saying, I don't like how FSD is attached to the car because what happens if your car catches fire? You'll have to pay for FSD again. No, you won't. You just don't buy it again. <laughs> I think that's pretty simple. Yeah. So we yeah. can th- put
1: put that to bed. Just going back to that point about transferability, I think if um, Tesla were to allow transfers, if you showed proof that your car was um, damaged, destroyed, totaled through no fault of your own, um, then they should allow a transfer because it's not like you are selling your car and you want to get a new one and you want to transfer it to your new car. Um you just for whatever reason your car got totaled through no fault of your own. So you should be allowed to transfer in that at least in that case, I think. Oh, oh, you're saying we sh- you should be
0: able to. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, I agree. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They should make a goodwill gesture or something. I don't know how, however you want to word it, but yeah. Oh, all right. So, but. As a vow, they don't do that. No, they say too bad, so sad. Yeah. We didn't tell you to. We didn't tell you to get t boned. Yeah. yeah. Moving right along, uh, we are forty two minutes in, and you know we're making good time, Darren. I gotta say, yeah. uh, our next topic is very controversial. <laughs> well, okay, sorry. The last topic was more controversial. Um, actually, you know what? FSD is it controversial anymore, or has it just become? Uh, I think the price life. of it is controversial. <laughs> but is it now? Like, I think it was before. Now I'm, now I'm thinking it's just laughable. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, don't think anyone kind is of taking it. to that its, point. Yeah, no one's taking it serious anymore. Anyways, let's move on to the next topic, uh, which is uh, the Model 3 and the Model Y maybe going stockless and uh, have all their touch controls on the steering wheel, just like the Model S and X. Uh, now, this... It, I mean, it still is a rumor, but it's a strong rumor. And I know, Darren, you you aren't usually one to put out rumors into articles. Like, you do your research, I know, and you, you have trusted sources and stuff like that. And you're not going to yeah. put stuff out that isn't, um, you know, just someone's uh, harebrained idea. Uh, but this, this has a lot of um, attraction lately. Uh, now... You you put in here, but uh, this guy named Chris uh, Zen uh, on Twitter. He he talked about. I think that's where the source came from. Um, he talked about it being on the uh, semi, and you can see it, there's a picture. If you all the people that are watching, you can see it in, in his tweet. Um, it's got no gears. It's got no shifters or anything like that on on the semi in. Uh, cockpit i guess you can call it a cockpit or a cabin of that and the wheel is a traditional wheel it's not a yoke um but all the controls are on there like the haptic controls just like i guess like the the like i said the smx uh where you're talking your you know your left and right uh turn signals your your um gear shifting for going into drive and everything uh this would now be in you know, remember how your, for anyone that's listening at home in the audio version, remember how your steering wheel is like shaped like a letter T, the down part of the T, the, the part that goes vertically up and down. That's where, and if I scroll down, Darren's got a, um, uh, a diagram of it here from one of, I guess this is a, um, what is it called? A
1: patent, a patent
0: diagram? Is, yeah. yeah. And it shows, and then, I remember seeing this, this is from a few years back, uh, yeah. I guess, yeah, oh, yeah, you say right in an article back in 2020. Uh, yeah, they talk about, and then they show the P-R-N-D, which, you know, we all know uh, stands for uh, Park, Reverse, Neutral, and Drive. And it looks like it's just like you just slide your finger, you touch something, and it looks like it's very uh, tactile. It's not, they're not actual buttons, but you just touch it. It's like haptic and you maybe you get some uh, force feedback, I'm not sure. But, um, could you get that in the SNX? Do you get some kind of feedback once you... No,
1: not that went, I'm aware of, there's no, no? no haptic feedback
0: now. Okay, um, but this is controversial because I know a lot of people, when the, when the S and the X came, came out with the refresh and they had the yoke, and I know the yoke itself is controversial, we'll get to that in a second, but even the, the touch controls, taking everything away from the stock, and putting it on the steering wheel, uh, like the horn, for example. A lot of people complained about that because they said, you know, yeah, you know, even if you were to put some of the controls on there to make it very minimalistic, that's fine, I, I get that. But once you start messing with like safety things like horns and stuff like that, and and apparently the way it worked at first, like it was very cumbersome, very hard to hit that horn when you're, when when you need it and muscle memory would take over if you've been driving for years or decades and you would go automatically for the center and nothing would be there and then some people found out that actually if you put your hand over the horn you didn't have to actually find the exact spot on the steering wheel with your thumb or your finger where it would go if you put your you palmed your hand over it apparently the horn would go off Um, but then i heard it worked sometimes and it didn't work sometimes and then I think Elon had had mentioned, I don't know if it's in your article, I didn't scroll all the way down, uh, where Elon had talked about um, they redesigned that yoke a little bit and they actually put the horn back in the center where the airbag was, but it hasn't been turned on through software yet. And it's still, we're still waiting for it.
1: Yeah, that first appeared, I wanna say, like early, early this year. And, a few months later, Elon commented that yeah, it's going to be coming through um, soon, but as far as I know, it hasn't actually entered production yet
0: yeah no I haven't heard I haven't heard or, heard or being turned on yeah yeah, yeah, it could be one of those things where, like the um, swiveling screen <laughs> the hardware may be hidden in there and not announced, and uh, just hasn't been turned on by software yet, right who knows yeah but so what's your take on this darren on on this stockless design coming to the s and sorry coming to the three and the y?
1: um i think it's going to happen um i'll say that first um it will okay. happen um but as far as the design goes i don't think like you were saying when the s and the x came up with the yoke um there were a lot of people saying oh moving the gear shifts to the touch screen is going to be it's going to be terrible. No one's going to like it. It's going to be a terrible user experience. Um, but from what I've seen, I've basically seen almost no complaints about the gear selection side of things, um, either using the touchscreen or the uh, auto shift feature. Um, there's pretty much been no complaints that I've come across at least in the last five, six months from any SNX owner saying, oh, I wish I had the gear stalk back for being able to change gears. Um, there's definitely been complaints about the the turn signals, like you were saying, um, and the in the horn. Um, so maybe yeah. there'll be improvements uh, when they come up with the three and the Y version of the wheel. Um, but I think, like any change, people will get used to it. And, um, they'll get to like it.
0: Well, I hope so. You know what? When I heard this, I read your article, and I heard about this. I, I thought to myself. Um, thank God I got my car now <laughs> because I don't know. Like, I mean, listen, I love uh bleeding edge technology. I love uh, being at the forefront of change and stuff like that, but some things, I don't know, maybe, oh, maybe gosh. I'm getting old. Yeah. Maybe I'm getting old in my old age. My wife tells me that all the time. So maybe that's what it is. And I just can't wrap my head around it and I can't embrace it, but perfect example. Okay. Before I give you my perfect example and this little segue into it, uh, Tell me, Darren, with this change, do you think it will will be a wheel or will they go stop, uh, yoke two for the Y and a three? No, I
1: think I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll be a wheel, not
0: a yoke. Okay. Because yeah. that would be way too much for three and Y owners. Like people that are like, I mean, S and X, because it's low volume, they could get away with it and just say, you know what, you'll, you'll, you'll learn to like it. But with the high volume of the three and a Y for them to go, I agree with you. I don't think it'll be a yoke either. But there were some rumblings that people were thinking, you know, why well, are they doing this? They may just turn it into a yoke. And if they did that, I think that would be too much, in my opinion. But speaking of the yoke, and speaking of of what I was trying to say about you know wrapping your head around it and, and adopting new technology and new change and everything, like that, I've been using the yoke. Uh, I I got a a yoke and I installed it on my Y probably for about three weeks now. And yeah, you know what? I'll first say, and I'm going to do a whole video about this, but I'll just be short about about this. I've gotten used to it. Have I gotten used to it as much as I thought I would? And if I, well, first first of all, I didn't think I'd have it off for three weeks. I thought it'd be less. Um, And it is going to come off eventually, I think. Uh, My wife hates it and uh, she drives a car almost as much as i do so uh she never liked it from the beginning before i even put it on when i showed her and i took it out of the box she's like you're not putting that damn thing on our car (laughs) Uh, and i said i just gotta try it i gotta review it um so i'll say i have i have gotten used to it but have i gotten used to it to keep it on permanently no it's um and you know uh i'm looking at the at the chat here because i'm waiting for uh, northern tesla to call me an old dinosaur because he did already and how i can't adapt uh i just i can't adapt to it uh there's certain things you just i don't know like muscle memory i've been i'm old i'll admit it. i've been driving for over 30 years and when you're palming the steering wheel and you're and this wheel is spinning in your hand as you're like straightening up around a corner and the, you know how the wheel sort of spins back and yeah. resetters itself when you're expecting to put your hand on the steering wheel to find a piece of the wheel and you're not and your hand goes and almost hits the dashboard <laughs> uh that could be a safety thing so i don't know yeah. i mean it, so
1: it's, what, is, it, what is your biggest um complaint with the yoke what's the biggest thing that you can't get used do that
0: that do that, that be there? yeah when 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 i'm i can't get the muscle memory out that um yeah when 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 I'm spinning the wheel or I'm palming it because, you know, and I know not everyone palms it and I know proper driving techniques, you're not supposed to palm it, but let's face it. Like, I mean, that's what you do. Um, uh, some people and I, uh, yeah, I just can't get you said that and the, the safety thing. In like I said, in the event of a emergency situation or a panic situation, I know I'm going to be grabbing for different parts of the wheel to just get control or steer away from something or steer into like, you know what I mean? Like you'll need that. And if literally 40%, I don't even know what the percentage is, but I'm I'm estimating 40% of the wheel isn't there anymore. What are you going to do? Like, I don't know. I I can see it being an issue, but Hey, listen, um, more important, smarter people than me have okayed it in uh, countries around the world. So who am I? Right. F1 drivers use it. I know. I know the argument has been made there, but even though their turning radius is a lot different,
1: but I don't yeah, know. I think, I, if, uh, I think if they had steer by wire, it would be um, the reception for the yoke would be a, a, a bit different. Maybe not a bit different, a lot different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. I agree. I agree. Okay. Uh, and moving right along. Oh, I know. I asked. I asked you about that. Yeah. I'm just making sure I've covered all my bases. of have you. Uh, Everything I need to ask you. I'm sure I'm going to forget something. Uh, Last but not least, we'll keep this uh, Canadian related and in in the realm of, you know, drive Tesla Canada and we're both Canadian. And this is as much as an international podcast as we do. It's still a lot of times Canadian
1: centered. So when Elon... It still has big implications for Tesla in general. It's not just it just happens to be that this this is potentially happening in Canada.
0: Yes, which which is yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. It's big news in general for Tesla, but equally as big news for Canadians, I guess. Like, uh, when was it? Correct me if I'm wrong, Dan. Help me out with this one. When did Elon say? When when did he first hint about Canada when he says, "Where should we do our next uh, factory? And then he didn't even wait.
1: (laughs) <laughs> that was at the annual shareholder's meeting? That was a shareholder meeting. Uh, okay. I, I didn't know what it was called.
0: Yeah. Okay, yeah. a shareholder meeting, you're right. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, he heavily hinted, even though people were spitting out different things, saying India, China, US, a lot, there was a lot of things for the US, he kept going back to Canada? Canada? Yeah. It's like it was. he was telling us something without telling us Something, You know what I mean? Um, And so many things, like in in your article here, um, there's so many hints that keep pointing towards, you know, uh, a Canadian uh, Gigafactory. And and now, where do you think? I mean, I've read your articles here about Quebec, but then I know you have something else down here uh, where you talk about uh, uh, Tesla lobbying the Ontario government um, back in early August there. And then... I think you wrote an article or I read somewhere else maybe uh, about for the past six months, there have been closed door meetings with um, Tesla execs and um, and um, politicians in Canada and different provinces.
1: Yeah, that was uh, uh, Electric Autonomy Canada came up with that report initially. Um, they were able to get, I think that came from documents that they were able to get um, that uh, they have met six times four times in the last six months with federal government um, about setting something up in Canada. That would be that would be awesome.
0: Now okay, here, here okay, I didn't even introduce the, the topic properly. so let me rewind and say for anyone that's been uh, not following it, the next Giga factory looks like or it could be, Coming to Canada, uh, Elon's heavily, heavily hinting towards it, um, and we're finding, uh, or Darren is finding us, uh, different, different hints and different clues, and uh, proof that that yeah, it's it's in the works. And put it this way, if because when did he say he's going to announce it at the end of the year? Um, yeah. If and when they announce it, and it is in Canada, there'll be no surprise at least from us, there'll be no surprise. But the only thing now that I'm wondering, and I'm gonna ask you and pick your brain, if you were a betting man, where would what province do you think it's gonna be in?
1: If I had to put money on it, I would say Ontario. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I think okay. there's, um, I'm not, a, I'm certainly no expert in, in this arena, but from what I've read and what I've been hearing from other people, Quebec might be a little too um, regulation heavy, let's say. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. Com- there's there's been hints that it's potentially Quebec as well, but yeah. If I yeah, to, yeah, I
0: I, I, I think very... I think the two leading uh, provinces from the clues that we have and 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 the uh, evidence that we have are leading towards yeah Quebec and and Ontario and obviously. Being from Ontario, I'm biased by you know favoring Ontario. Um, where in Ontario? Is, like, w- once they once they decide where it is and they announce it, I'd be very curious to know um, where. Like right? I hope they don't say when when they do announce it. I hope they don't say, it. "Yeah, it'll be in Canada." Yeah. And then just leave it at that. We'll, like we'll I no mean, more detail then. Yeah, Canada's a big place. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people would be like, "Okay, great, it's in Canada." not knowing yeah. Canada is so vast, right? But us yeah. Canadians, we would want to be like, okay, well, you want to round it down to one of the provinces or territories, please? And then even from there, like Ontario and Quebec, if the, these are the two uh, front runners, like they're also big provinces. Where where do you want it? I mean, yeah. it could be anywhere in Ontario. <laughs> and yeah. it could be anywhere in Quebec. I mean, both provinces have a lot of uh, northern northern territory narrow- northern um space that could easily put a, a gigafactory but getting to I, i'm maybe... sure
1: <laughs> i'm sure if and when the announcement comes they'll be they'll be very specific as to where it's going because they ended up with uh giga texas
0: did they i'm trying to I'm, as i'm as i'm talking in the last minute i was trying to think did they were they very specific and you're saying they were okay good to know
1: yeah I remember i'm pretty sure when he announced it he said um yeah it's going to be going to be in austin and close to the airport um so he was very specific about where it's going to be okay well i'll tell you
0: anything different i'll tell you one thing (laughs) um there is no close to the airport here in ontario well (laughs) depends on what airport you're talking about if you're talking about our major airport which is uh pearson airport which is Toronto Pearson Airport, which ironically isn't even in Toronto. Uh, no. Technically, geographically, it isn't. It's actually in Mississauga, which is a suburb of outside of Toronto. Uh, but that's just splitting hairs. What I'm saying is I can't think of where there would be room near the airport. Now, near the word near could be, you know, subjective i mean yeah. near could for some people maybe 100 kilometers or 60 miles to somebody else near would be you know five minutes from the airport so we'll have to wait and see uh no sense sitting here playing that guessing game
1: speculating um, yeah
0: yeah exactly well, we do that we do a lot of that on this show though right or yeah, or even do. in the tesla yeah. community it's, it's a lot of speculation and guesstimations yeah. which is fun i mean no one takes it serious and we're not you know you know uh laying money down on this or you know betting the farm it's just you know no. it's it's a friendly hobby now for you uh it's your livelihood so you have to be more accurate sometimes and and responsible which which you are in your uh, in your articles and your website so uh hats off to you for that buddy you your Thanks. articles i'm finding so many people uh, uh so many other articles um, or news sites that I read, or podcasts that I listen to, they're all funneling back to Drive Tesla Canada. Like you've, uh, I'm not not sitting here. This isn't the part of the show where I show you know what up your butt. But I'm just saying, uh, you're you're uh, you're doing good with with your uh, sources and your um, your news. So that's good.
1: Thanks. Thank um, I try.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, you and I'm sure you work very hard uh, at at that exact trying. So that's the topics that I have. Do you have anything that you want to talk about, Darren, or
1: you just came on to uh, to? Uh, I was just take. Take. topics up to you.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, no, I'm just wondering like if I missed something. Um, like I said, I tried to just get the three or four most recent stuff that I, I think was pertinent. I mean, we we could talk about. Uh, all the recalls that the other uh, car manufacturers are, are finding themselves in, but you know what? I mean, I, I, it would be sitting. Here, it would sound like we're sitting here pointing fingers, and we're not trying to do that. We're just, you know, stating the fact that you know everyone has recalls, but uh, it doesn't always make the news, like mainstream news, unless it has the word Tesla yeah. in it. <laughs> yeah, you notice that, right? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was? What was it? There was one this morning. Uh, somebody sent me, uh, here, right here, down the street from me here, in Ontario, in the same city that I was talking about a minute ago, Mississauga, where a Model Y—I don't know if you saw that—went right through a storefront. And I'm just Did waiting. Bakery, I
1: think it was. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was some kind of bakery. <laughs> I was just waiting, and I—I've been busy all day, so it may have already happened. Um, but. I was waiting at the time when I saw that for the mainstream media to pick it up and say, not a car goes like the headline thing, not a car goes into uh, a storefront retail place, but a Tesla, because for some reason, the media thinks Teslas are different from cars. It's like, you know, a, a car can go into a storefront or a, you know, a bicycle can go into a storefront, or a horse can go into a storefront, or a Tesla yeah. can go in. It's like they, it's like it, Tesla's a different category <laughs>
1: altogether. Yeah, no, that happened uh, here in my area as well over the weekend. A oh yeah, drunk driver, a drunk driver led police on a chase, and I think ended up crashing into three police cars. Um, but the headline was Tesla crashes into police cars during chase. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah, yeah because.
0: They're probably going to try to make it sound like it was uh, on FSD or something. Who knows? I didn't read the article, but that—that's yeah. interesting. Everyone is okay, though. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah everyone is okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nothing major.
0: Cool. Good to know. Uh, Julio here. As I'm listening to you, Darren, I'm just perusing the um, the uh, chat here, and uh, Julio is asking about the handshow CCS adapter opinion. Well, I'd love to tell you, uh, because I went out today, like I said a minute ago, I was busy. I was out on the road today uh, doing stuff. And one of the things I was trying to do was to test this sucker, this hand adapter. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, I couldn't fully do it because with it being a CCS adapter, I have to go to a public charger. As you know, it can't go to a supercharger. And you think in the greater Toronto area, it would be easy to find a a CCS charging unit that actually works? No. I went to three different ones, buddy. Oh, it's so frustrating. And it just once again solidifies the argument of a Tesla being invaluable when it comes to the supercharging network and, and it, and it's, it just, it just makes the world a difference and it separates Tesla from the rest of uh, mainstream EVs. And I'm not taking anything away from mainstream EVs. The more the merrier, actually the more, the better in, in our overall, you know, uh, lifestyle and, and all that kind of stuff. But, I just can't see myself having and having to depend on uh, the public charging uh, infrastructure, at least here in Ontario or in the greater Toronto area. Now, if you want an EV for just running about um, around town and you don't road trip it and you're just gonna charge at home nightly every night, then you're fine, you're totally fine. But if you wanna go out on road trips and you're gonna depend on the public charging network, I don't know, I, it's very frustrating. Just to get, I, all I wanted to do was do a simple test of having, of going from 10% in my pack to 30 or maybe 40%. So what, now on a CCS that should have taken 10, 15 minutes. But I was, I I kid you not, it took me about three or four hours fighting with this thing and going to different locations. At one point, and still, I'm not 100% sure. But at one point, I thought, okay, maybe my car is broken. Like, maybe it's the car. Because I'm using the handshow one and I'm using the genuine Tesla one. And they're both not working. So I'm thinking, oh, damn, maybe my car is not working. And uh, I finally got to work at one of them um intermittently so i know it's not the car well not intermittently it worked it just was at a slow speed so i know it works so it's not the car it's just finding the right location <laughs> that works
1: yeah and so, you don't know until you pull up no no you don't test which can show you out of order stalls in your car
0: yeah yeah <laughs> and and you know even when they test does show you sometimes you, you're in disbelief yeah. because it so rarely happens like when i was yeah. in cornwall and it went off on me and, you know, long story short, I was able to figure it out, but you're, you're right there. And it's like, uh, you can get the app and, and, and you know what, today I was trying on electrify Canada, which is the equivalent to electrify Ca- America. And to me, that's the most reliable uh, charging network for the public networks that we have in, at least for me here in Canada, we've got flow, we've got charge point, we've got Ivy, we've got, um, I know there's a, the the one out in uh, in Quebec, the Circuit Electrique, um, and then you know, and then there's 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 the one, the Petro Canada one that I tried today. So there's a bunch of different ones, and I held Electrify Canada up here amongst the other ones down here until today. Now it's down here and it's equal to <laughs> no, another
1: Yeah, I've heard oh, nothing yeah. but like, bad things about Petro Canada. Um. The number yeah. of stations that are offline at any one time is, is quite high. Well, I did tweet <laughs> I did tweet out today during my frustrations the one the
0: one petrocan I went to it had two different uh, towers or whatever they're called, banks, and one of them was offline. And I and, and I remember someone in PlugShare saying it was offline, and lo and behold, when I got there, I saw the screen was offline and it had the Windows <laughs> desktop, the Windows symbol. Yeah. So they're using windows in the background. Up. No, I had to, I, exactly, I had to take a picture. Oh, the other thing is too, guys, if you're gonna do your screens, do it in a kind of, use a screen that doesn't get washed out in direct sunlight. Like I couldn't, the one that I did eventually get working that I was struggling with, half of the problem was wasn't the charger anymore. Half the problem was looking at the screen and trying to figure out what it's saying on the screen for what prompt I need to do next? At least I'll give Electrify Canada one good thing. They've got the the roofs over top to keep you either dry when it's yeah the canvas the, the canopies keeping you dry when it's raining or keeps you cool when it's sunny out. But the screens on top of it are much better, uh, crystal clear resolution that you can read it no matter whether it's in direct sunlight or not. The Petro Canada one, oh my God it's like i it was you might as well have put braille on it because i would have i was like you know touching around it to, to see what would work
1: <laughs> and it actually brings up an interesting point I, I um there was an article this week about uh here in bc bc hydro they have a charging network and they're looking into the possibility of adding uh credit card tap payments at their charging stations yeah um so i was going to ask you do you find, Would you, what would you prefer now that you've somewhat used um, third-party <laughs> charging networks? Would you prefer using an app or would you prefer just pulling up, tapping your credit card, and off you go? You know what? Um,
0: yeah. Let <sighs> me first say, yeah, I had a bad experience today. Um, I don't mean to say this one bad experience um, makes the full you know, charging network across the province or across the country, uh, negative. But what I will say is I did take that trip out east and there's a video coming for that soon, as soon as I get some time to put it together. I've got all the footage, but uh, I've used the ones out east uh, where there wasn't any superchargers in like Nova Scotia and Newfoundland and stuff like that. And they were far and few between, but they worked. And thank God they worked because I would have been stranded (laughs) with my family. but the one cumbersome thing, uh, um, amongst other cum- cumbersome things about the public charging network, um, is, yeah, the fact that you need an app. And I know they try to make it easier by putting that app, and I know Electrify Canada has it where you can tap. And I know uh, ChargePoint, too, you can tap. And that and makes it easier, but just – and I guess it's supposed to make it easier, too. So when as you're driving to your destination, y- you were saying earlier how you can see on our screen in a Tesla – the the supercharger whether it's down or how many stalls are down or how many stalls are in use um, which is convenient i guess the app for these proprietary networks is supposed to do the same thing but they're not always accurate uh so yeah to answer your question yeah it would be much simpler if you could just just get up there with your credit card tap and you know you're you you can have the screen for you know uh, or the app to say you tell you what the charge rate it's going to be, or like what it's going to charge you per minute or per kilowatt, whatever, or yeah. put that right on the tower itself, if mm-hmm. if that's what it takes. Uh, but yeah, just make it simple, make it dead simple, and maybe you know, Dan, maybe it's because we're spoiled from Tesla, uh, because Tesla oh, decided sure, sure to 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 make it dead simple where it communicates with the car and it charges whatever's on file with your credit card. And if you don't have a credit card on file or an expired credit card, you plug in, it'll tell you, and it won't charge, right? And you, you know, it'll yeah. tell you on a screen. But to have apps and uh, different cards, some RFID cards, that are once again, supposed to make it easier, and then some of them work and then some of them don't work, and you don't know if the RFID is where you tap for the RFID card or if that's where you tap for your <laughs> POS. <laughs> it's, it's so confusing. I mean, I know maybe I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit, but they can simplify. And yeah, if if you can put a voice out to uh, BC Hydro and and uh, if they're looking for viable input, then yeah, tell them as simpler as they can make it, the better. Just and 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 that means tapping would be simpler. Yeah. Yeah,
1: no, we've definitely been spoiled with superchargers.
0: Yeah. And I I just don't know how... I mean, I know how they're doing it in in Europe and stuff like that, but when it comes here to North America, and I know they're doing it in the States first, uh, how do they do do it again in Europe? You have to download the Tesla app, right? And you have to sign up for... I guess so that means you have to have an account too, and you probably have to put a credit card on file, and then it works that way. Okay. See, it's easier... I want to say it's easier in Europe because it's all CCS anyways. They don't have the proprietary plug like we do here in North America. I just don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to sell uh, people this plug or are they going to have uh, charging stalls that have dual plugs, like like how Europe has it where it has both? I
1: don't know. Yeah, from what I've, from what I've heard, you can go to Drop just Canada and see the exclusive...
0: Um, the V4? Report on that. Yeah, um, that was yeah, exclusive. They're,
1: they're going to be um, installing CCS um, adapters on the superchargers. So they're not going to make people go out and buy adapters. They'll be on the superchargers themselves. Okay, so so that means when they
0: roll out, it'll be very limited locations to start out, unless they go yep. around retrofitting existing locations with V4s.
1: Well, no, these aren't um, V4 exclusive. Oh, these They're aren't V3s. Oh, okay. These are, these are on V3, maybe even V2. I'm, I'm not sure. Okay, okay. Sorry, I thought
0: my, my mistake. I thought I misunderstood you. I thought, because I remember you had that exclusive on the V4s. I'm trying to remember you had the uh, that uh, like a diagram of how it's supposed to look. Or, no, there was a diagram, yeah. but you couldn't post it, so you had to just describe it, right? That was what it was? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I got a picture of it then but couldn't post it, so I, I did a little mock-up. <laughs> um, yeah, so if oh, you Google just that Tesla was your Magic mock-up? Doc. <laughs> yeah, so if you Google Tesla Magic Doc, you'll you'll see, get all the details there, how they plan on doing it. Tesla Magic
0: Doc. Oh yeah, I've seen this before. And I've, yes, I've seen it. I didn't know that's what it was called. Let me show it to everyone uh, that's watching. I apologize, pardon. Can you see it now? There he goes, yeah. Okay, that's interesting, yeah. Uh, And I think it's here. So wait, wait, so this'll be the CCS part right here on the one on the right-hand side.
1: Yeah, so there'll be, so in a normal supercharger, like you can see on the left there, the connector just docks into a, yeah. like a plastic housing uh-huh. with this magic dock. the adapter is going to be, uh, I don't know the details of how it's going to be secured into the, um, supercharger itself. So someone does just walk away with it, but, um, you'll be able to either pull the connector out with the, uh, adapter attached, or you'll be able to just pull out the. Test oh, the okay.
0: So, so the connector. system, I get you. So the system will know if you're coming up, if you're, uh, if you're a non-Tesla vehicle and when yeah. it unlocks for you, it'll unlock the whole CCS adapter all enclosed into one. And then yeah. if you're just a regular uh, Tesla owner, it won't, and it'll leave that yeah. adapter housed or docked. Yeah. I get you. Okay, cool. Yeah, Clear as mud. Perfect. <laughs> Good to know. I, I did see that. Um, but I didn't uh, read the article. I just perused it, and you put that out. Okay. You put that back out in the middle of July. Oh, you know why? I was getting ready for my trip. That's my excuse. I was You're getting ready for, ready for my trip. I was too busy. <laughs> I uh, you have, you know what? This is the part of the show, Darren, where I say, do you have any um, uh, Tesla stories or anything? And I was going to share one. I already sort of did with that whole fiasco I had today. Do you have anything to share? Like I always um, say, sure. you don't have to.
1: Yeah, no, I actually have one this time. Um, Perfect. I yesterday got to meet the legend, Cyril Wheeler. Um, he was out visiting BC, doing during one of his service visits out to the West Coast. So he did some work on my car. So I just wanted to do a quick shout out to Cyril. And oh, yeah? If, if you're in Ontario, that's where he, he is based out of Interkip, I want to say.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's better. infested yeah. Ontario now. He's infesting yeah. BC. Yeah.
1: So, just a shout out to Cyril if you, you're you a Tesla owner in Ontario near Interkip, check him out. Uh, he does some great work. WheelerAuto.ca, I think, is his website.
0: Yeah, uh, no, not wearing his shirt today, uh, or his sweater, but I do have some of his <laughs> merch. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a buddy of mine. He's been on the podcast. Ah, he's got, we got to get him back on. It was oh, well over a year ago now. Uh, he, you know, all jokes aside, he's an awesome guy, and he's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to Tesla's inside and out. And, um, yeah. yeah, he's a wizard. Uh, and he's he's helped so many people out here in Ontario, and I know you said uh, near Interkip, but people come from all around. Not even, like, I know some people that have to come and supercharged to get to his location. And then when they go back home, have to stop at a supercharger again. Um, yeah. he's, that, he's that good. He's that friendly. And he's that sought after. Um, he And he just went to Ottawa. Uh, now, Ottawa, now where he's from is not in the greater Toronto area like where I'm from and where everything, you know, I know some people in Canada say, make the joke that, you know, people think that toronto is the center of the universe no we don't but i know some people can come across that way some no some people do come across that way like there's no other place right but um i'm just why why even say that because i'm trying to paint a picture for other people that don't know where uh, interkip is it's a good hour hour and a half outside of toronto Uh, and people still come is what i'm saying but um Ottawa is probably seven or eight hours away from where he is. Uh, so obviously if people come from Ottawa, they're not going to do it. So he made a trip to Ottawa and he had an amazing time. He said, there's so many people out in Ottawa. Uh, he said people from Quebec came over because Quebec borders Ottawa. If anyone not familiar with Canadian geography, um, Ottawa is near the Quebec border. So we all know, I mean, uh, between Quebec and BC, Those two provinces in Canada, I don't know who has more EVs. It'd be a a good toss-up. They're definitely the two front-runner provinces in in Canada for leading in the EV charge. Uh, So, yeah, Quebec has a lot. And then he slowly made his way out west along Canada, uh, and he stopped in um, Manitoba, and he helped some people out there, and he kept going to Calgary. Alberta and BC and then he took a ferry over and uh he was in your neck of the woods and mm. uh did, did did he did he uh, beg for food and ask you to feed him and all that kind of stuff
1: well, no, he no he didn't <laughs> he didn't I taught him well the, <laughs> he was full from the lunch he got from his previous customer <laughs> I know
0: it's funny anyone that that's listening at home or watching that don't know what we're talking about, and don't even never even heard of the Serial Wheeler guy. Uh, he's he's very famous here. <laughs> he's become very famous here in in Ontario and now spreading his wings around the uh, around the country. But um, he's on Facebook and he's got a Facebook page and uh, he's in my in my two Facebook groups. And he, <laughs> every time uh, it started out, people started bringing him donuts uh, when they were going to his shop in Interkip. Ontario and they're bringing them donuts. So he would take a picture with the customer and with a donut posing with a donut in his hand. And it became like, almost like, um, internet meme almost (laughs) in the closed Canadian Tesla community. And now that he's gone out West, he's, uh, posting pictures of people with different things that are, that, that they're getting him. And then, um, people that are like. Canadians are so generous and friendly and uh, hospitable uh, around the whole entire country that they're inviting this guy that's really a stranger, but I can vouch for him. He's a safe, honest, you know, trustworthy guy. But it, it doesn't matter because what I say because people are already doing it anyways, but I'm saying it for the future. People are inviting him into his home, into their homes and feeding him. And now the pictures have become him – at the dinner table with people, with his customers' families that he's posing with, and a big giant plate of food
1: in the, in the picture. Because so,
0: yeah, I, thing. yeah. So, I don't know if he's making zero money out there because he's just getting fed as payment <laughs> and he's going to come back poor, but 300 pounds. I don't know. Yeah. It, may, it may be one of those things, yeah. but I uh, know all so jokes if, aside. If
1: you, of, if you haven't heard of Cyril, check him out. WheelerAuto.ca.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Go to his or website. Tesla service needs. Yeah. Like he'll, he'll hook you up and he'll, you know what he's good for? He I means good for every everything. And, and keep in mind, your your Tesla doesn't have to be out of warranty. He can do warranty stuff. Like, well, he won't do the warranty stuff, but he will tell you if it's, uh, if it should be warrantied. And he'll tell you, uh, especially if your car is just about to come out of warranty around 75,000, 78,000 kilometers. And it's just about to come out of warranty. He, it's a good idea to take it there to him, and he'll do a once-over on the entire car, and um, he'll tell you what you should go into the service center for, and get them to check before you get out of warranty. So, I mean, that in itself, just that pre-warranty expiration inspection, and that's a big mouthful, but that's basically what it is: pre-inspect, pre-warranty expiry inspection (laughs) get them to do that that's uh that's invaluable because you don't want to miss out on something and that you could have done before the warranty expired uh tests pretty good they've got a pretty good track record for um you know good willing things in those circumstances but you never know right like it's hit or miss depending on the service center you go to from what i've heard these days so yeah thanks for bringing that up uh that's a that's a good uh public service announcement, at least here in uh, Canada, Cyril Wheeler. And and you know what, what, while you were saying it, what I should have done is pull up his website uh, with Wheeler Automotive.
1: I think just auto.
0: Automotive would have been too long for me to type. (laughs) Oh, you know what? It would help if I spell Wheeler right. Pardon me, folks. All the audio listeners... Uh, are probably thinking, oh my God, this is boring. I can't even listen to this, but this is a Wheeler Automotive, I think this is the website. (laughs) If it isn't, I'm I'm advertising. No, it is. I can see his logo up here in the top left corner. So he's got, uh, here, let me see if you can have a a picture of his ugly mug here. Yep, that's him right there. I don't know if I can zoom in on that. No, I can't. His website probably doesn't want me zooming in on it. So that's it. Go, go. Contact him if you need any, an appointment or anything. Not not that this is a paid, uh, you know, he's not a sponsor. He's not, not advertised or anything, which he should. The amount of uh, good praises we give him, he should, you know, <laughs> advertise here on the, on the on the podcast. But no, all jokes aside, uh, I have no problem, you know, and Darren, obviously, Darren's a trustworthy guy, as you know. If Darren vouches for this guy, he's got to be that good. Have we, have we beat that one to death? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, no, that's a good story and a, and a good little segue there, but you know, we're coming up to the hour and a half mark, even though I tried to keep this an hour. So we're going to wrap it up. Darren, I mean, it goes without saying, I'll ask you this just because it's, um, it's muscle memory and it's something that always, you know, <laughs> runs off the tongue, but where can people find you? And I think I know the answer, but I want you to say it yourself.
1: Because <laughs> you do a better Drive job than Canada. I do. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. find links to our Twitter and Facebook page and Instagram. I don't really use Instagram anymore, but yeah, everything's there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look at that. While you were talking to me, or maybe it was before, you put up a uh update about uh 2022.28 it's amazing yeah, I didn't even hilarious. know you, you're multi-task. I would have just said there and I would have just said you did it while you're talking to me
1: I mean yeah that was like <laughs> 10 minutes ago while you were talking about uh your charging experience quickly yeah that
0: well while well, I was boring you to death and like he's like pounding out the keys uh, <laughs> and it was okay well uh thanks very much for coming on the show um uh somebody else bail- bailed on us so you've uh rescued me and uh no. you've kept me one more show i've gotten away with without doing myself um i know there will come a time well i will do a show on my own and i have a problem doing that i love it when you guys come on it's so much more fun um i am assuming it's so much more fun i know it w- i know it will be but there will come a time i'm telling you listeners and all you viewers watching that there will come a time when i will be uh, solo and I will do And I have no problem doing it. I can do it. Um, I just can't multitask that well. Uh, and it may be just my take on it. I won't have anyone else's. But I can do it. So the time you come on and you click on this and you hear just my voice and no guests, don't be surprised. It'll happen. Because everyone's busy. I get it. Well, thanks, Darren. Thanks very much for coming yeah. on. Oh, let, me get, let me get this off. Yeah. Thanks very much for coming on. Uh, we will see you i guess uh if you can make it we'll see you on the next one and if not we will see you at drive test of Thanks,
1: Dex. thanks no problem.
0: Me. thanks thanks for everyone uh, in the chat and everyone listening in the audio and the after the fact you can watch us on youtube and stuff like that or any major podcast uh outfitter you can listen to it live or you can listen to it afterwards thanks for watching folks we will catch you next time take care bye-bye